What time is it? It's time for Work at Spursy. Mike, Steve, and Dave. Before I say hi to my boys, uh, I just want to I want to take a moment to um, speak to our listeners, speak to to Mike and Steve. And you know, I've been away for a couple of weeks. I just want to acknowledge my absence. I want to thank thank my my podcast co host for uh, keeping the ship running while I was away. And I want to tell you a little bit about what I've been up to. Um, so, long story short, Mike, Steve, you guys know I am a uh, I believe in you know brotherhood and sisterhood and solidarity and and whatnot and you know we are in the the media creation space and so i made a decision the last few weeks that um as long as the sag after strike was going on i wasn't recording this shit with you guys so i have actually been informally on strike and thankfully last week everything got wrapped up i want to think that i pushed it over the line and uh davy boy is back because we got ourselves a deal and uh, i'm just i'm just happy to be here because my brothers and sisters brought it home Dave. hey mike how you doing buddy Dave, um, Dave, um, I, I, all of your brothers and sisters, uh, uh, in in the labor unions, uh, appreciate your support. Uh, Salute me. Hold, hold on a second. Hold on. We all know that Dave was on Joe Lewis's boat snorting coke this whole time. <laughs> like, let's not beat around the bush here, right? We're not pretending. Well, Joe can't do it anymore with that deviated septum. Well, absolutely. <laughs> Joe, Joe's got other issues far beyond a deviated septum, you know? Yeah, like finding us some fucking center backs. I'm just glad to be back, though. Strikes over, boys. I'm I'm here. We, now we can get back to creating content and, and keeping the masses happy and, uh, you oh, know, God. getting residuals for all of the all the fine stuff we do. Dude, I just want to point out, for Halloween, I um, you guys didn't know this, but I dressed as football player for Halloween because that was one of the recommended um, costumes that... that um, my brothers and sisters recommended because you can't go with any movie things. And I have been watching VHS tapes of um, old movies that have already been paid for and, and all the actors have been paid their residuals on. So I, I made sure that I, I kept the integrity level up brother while uh, I was away. Now I can't speak for you guys. I don't know what you guys have been up to, but I have not watched any new content. I, I can tell you. Uh, so uh, did I, you say I, new content or nude content, Mike? I, I wanted to be no, clear. No, 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 no. He's covered the nude. Like that's the nude. That's... The nude content. The nude content uh, is covered by uh, NordVPN. Uh, NordVPN. <laughs> NordVPN for all your streaming. For all your needs. pornography. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Nord, so... we got a uh, sponsorship opening. <laughs> we still, absolutely still looking for Manscaped. Anywho, um, so. Yeah, good. It was. It's been an okay week. Uh, no, it's been a shit week. It's been a shit week. Uh -oh. uh, work, work is just you know, you know, out of this world right now. It's just that everything's so busy. Um, we're understaffed. You know, it's it's the medical field, and and we already know all that shit. But um, other than that, man, like the cold weather's coming. I got a roof, boys. A you roof. did, yeah. Got a new it's, roof. Sounds like it looks pretty nice. You you worked out a few kinks with the uh, the contractors that. Had a couple things to take care of, right? Yeah, yeah. They had they had some stuff. Uh, I have to get um, 
a new screen put in because uh some of this stuff went through um the screen and my front window um and uh that, like that's minor stuff the the other stuff with the face and that kind of stuff um they did kind of tear up my lawn a little bit but i guess that's par for the course when it's uh that time of year all the rain we've had big trucks and small driveways um but other than that man uh solar's going in tomorrow um ah, look at mike yeah, and uh, we should be online with the solar in two weeks, so going live. Very nice, so, very nice. Yeah, yeah, life is yeah. coming right along for us. Good oh, to hear. Four hours of sunlight we got in Vermont this time <laughs> for of year. sure. Stevie yeah, boy, how you it's doing? It's not going to pay off till the summer. So, <laughs> what's been going on in the world of Steve? <laughs> oh, living the dream, Dave. Living the dream. Yeah. You nice. know, tell, I, tell me about the dream. What'd you dream? The about? honor and privilege of going to work every day, and you know. Wait, 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 doing, doing work every day. He said going, he said going, you don't go though. I mean, I've got an office. I mean, it's in my house. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I haven't gotten dressed in like three years, but. Okay. Now it's coming out. All right, cool. No, it's, I mean, it was fine. Um. I did have a very uh, irritating experience today where, uh, so I've been trying to get this ophthalmology appointment done uh, for months, right? Since back in August, you know, they're booking that far out. Finally, today's the day I've got my opportunity to go hit up the ophthalmologist, get my eyes looked at. I have to drive all the way down to Burlington for it, right? Now, to start it off. Listeners, that's like a, what, half hour, 45 minute drive, Steve? Yeah, not even first thing in the morning. Just let our people know. Right after I drop the kiddo off at daycare, (laughs) right? I fucking speed right down there to the busiest city in Vermont, right in the morning, right as everybody's trying to get in there for work, only to find out that there are actually two offices for ophthalmology, right? And uh, they're across town from one another. So I get to the first one and I'm trying to sign in and they're like, oh, you want the other ophthalmology office across town. Ouch. Well, yeah. She's like, if, if you leave now, you can probably make it. And, uh, you know, I go, I get back in the car and then I get a phone call from daycare. My son Ooh. is thrown up and I have to go pick him up. We have one car. We have the one car seat. Our spare car seat is in my sister-in-law's car, who was also in Burlington, for her actual job so four months of waiting for this appointment and i had to call them and go look i know that the uh you know the nice receptionist uh over at your shepherd road office just called and said i was coming but uh i gotta cancel i'll call you back when i can you know get in front of a calendar and figure out four months in advance what looks good for me uh got back in the car drove all the way back and the kid was fucking fine he was a blast all fucking day. He just one measly little throw up and all of a sudden, oh, you got to take him home. And of course, he can't go back tomorrow. So I'll get to be working, uh, you know, right in my office, listening to uh, Down by the Bay played over and over again, 30,000 times an hour. And uh, oh, hey, this beer is nice. Uh, nice. You know, Steve, I got to say, you you will... You'll get through this, man. Mike and I can can affirm like well, this yeah, is I mean, a phase right now. Yeah, right. But th- this it's it's funny, man. Five years from now is going to happen in a blink of an eye, and you won't remember any of this, <laughs> or it'll be like such a distant memory. 
Um, Enough of these, boy, and I won't remember any of it. it. It is no fun when you're in the midst of it, man. No, I, I will no say, question. on a much more positive note, uh, I love the uh, winter flavors uh, of beer that come out this time of year. The things that are made with, you know, like uh, like your cloves, your cinnamons, your, uh, you know. Your, your old Fezziwig type of a yeah. vibe, right? Yeah, there uh, you go. Oh, love it. Love that stuff. It's like it's just it's christmas you know it's it's thanksgiving it's a it's a meal it's a it's 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 delightful you know i'm i'm going to ask this question i think i it's can family, feel it's my drunk uncles it's yeah <laughs> it's inappropriate political talk at the table isn't it i can feel mike coming at me on the statement i'm about to make but i used to be a pretty hardcore like you don't start the christmas music until after thanksgiving i used to be that kind of vibe my my youngest son nate is a uh, He's a holiday romantic, so he was always pushing me sooner. Like, hey, Dad, let's start playing the songs. I got to admit, November 1st hit, I was like, let's do it. Let, let's hit the holiday playlist up on uh, Apple Music and, you know, serious and all that kind of stuff. Michael yeah. Buble. So, so Mike, oh, love the Michael Buble Christmas album. It's, it's a top-notch album. I'm also a fan of Michael Buble. Yeah, but Mike, how do you feel about my November 1st uh, start? Is that blasphemy, or, or where are you landing on that? Um. So, uh a co-worker who uh actually is not a co-worker she's our lead uh and she's effectively the boss in our office not the she's not a supervisor or anything but she insists and it's been 17 years now that on november 1st christmas music starts to be played and it does not stop nice nice until january 1st okay um to mitigate that uh, I have made a deal uh, with her that uh, no, um, w- when I am running the desk and I am charged for that day, for that week, uh, I am playing my music. And uh, because she tortures me with her Christmas music and has been for 17 years, I torture her with the Grateful Dead. Uh, not just the Grateful Dead. I just do a mix of Grateful Dead jams. Um, Deep cuts only. Also, to mitigate that, I take many days off during the holiday season because that's my time. Hey, All you right. know what? Yeah. Uh, I, I bet our listeners. So I, I don't. This. I don't tear my hair out. You know. I bet our listeners didn't know this, but uh, this is actually a Tottenham Hotspur podcast. Believe it or not. It is, oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> as as we as we get as we get to football, um, <laughs> as we get to football. Uh, just really quickly again, Saturday was was not an amazing football day, but I I did as I shared with you guys, finished it up with a uh, little Home Depot trip, you know, um, and and spent all Saturday and all Sunday working in my garage, garage. building storage and shelving type of uh, things that involved like a lot of a lot of stuff above the shoulders, you know, like doing this whole type of thing. And I'll tell you what, man. It was this morning before I stopped being sore from the uh, the stuff I was doing over the weekend. But speaking of being sore, um, I bet I know somebody who's sore. Yeah, um, who? Eric Dyer. Perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> did you guys? From, from did you did, run over all day? Did it feel like April twenty twenty three all over again over it the weekend? Did. Like what? Yeah. Did. What? What do we think about what we saw over the weekend? How are you guys feeling? How you? How are you making sense of this? Um. You know, I look. I I saw the I, I I saw the lineup. Right, we we were discussing on the on the chat. You know, um, 
what we're what we're gonna see for the lineup you know some of us were saying you know let's let's see ashley phillips get in there and you know see what he could do um let's see what uh you know maybe let's see what alfie dorrington or, or donnelly can do you know out there we knew what was gonna happen didn't we oh we were thinking oh we we got all the crazy shit oh maybe they're gonna put maybe they're gonna put uh hoy barry at center back you know and we'll have davies back and uh you know, it's the the Kevin Bacon from Animal House. You know, all is well. Um, it, that's kind of how we're acting right now because of because of what happened. But um, you know, it all ha- what happened was exactly what we thought was going to happen, right? We we knew that we've been seeing Emerson Royale playing on the left. We knew that we had no other choice but to play uh, Big Daddy and uh, Dumpster and, Dyer and and Cement Shoes Dyer. Um, Byron's in for him in January. I don't know if oh, you heard. Yeah. yeah, is that or- is that Ornstein again? Telling yeah, stories, so, telling yeah. tall tales. Byron's um, in for Dyer. Or-, or Ornstein thinks everybody's in for everybody. Byron you know? Baltimore, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> um, Byron Brattleboro. Um, so you know, <laughs> we saw the lineup, and we all we all knew it was going to happen. Um, and but the, what we thought though was that. You know, and just not going to and will not change his tactics and will not and will not allow um us to not play forward, you know, forward thinking attacking football, uh anything but a forward thinking attacking football. But um, you know what happens with guys like Eric Dyer and Ben Davis and Pierre Hoyberg is that you know, we come out, we score too early, right? It's always, it's always, you score within that first five minutes, it's too early. It's always yeah. too early. Whether and what, are those, us, so what do those other... guys do? I know where you're going. Yeah, what so do they, they, do? Re- they recoil yeah. instead of, instead of doing the thing that they're now being taught how to, retaught how to do, they recoil and, and they go back into what's comfortable for them, what they know best, what's, what, you know, it's, it's, it's like, the dog that's been abused you know for for its entire life and then it, what happens with that dog guess what happens with that dog anytime that dog gets near a human they're one either going to bite them or two they're going to recoil anytime someone gets near them you know and that's what happens the the these guys they just they recoil they go back into what makes them comfortable what makes them feel safe the problem is is that when you have half the team pushing forward, you have half the team, you know, playing some sort of weird anti-football. Um, it it doesn't work, and um, I don't think Eric Dyer is all to blame. I went and did, you know, I do my rewatches um, on Fast Motion. Um, I don't think Eric Dyer, like now looking at it, he was actually not that terrible he had some spots throughout the game but i think for about probably a good three quarters of the game he was he was pretty okay um i thought davis was just what we want in our players right be pretty okay okay for three quarters no no but here's the thing is like here's the thing um we it could have worked out but it didn't work out because you know a guy who hasn't played in fucking six months has been thrown in there to start to play 90 plus minutes, 96 minutes, really. Um, and 
he's fucking gassed. He makes mistakes. You know, he is 139% to blame for the first, for the equalizing goal. And then, you know, you have another guy in La Celso who I thought was a, a really smart, um, a really smart substitute and gave us a spark right off the bat a little bit. It showed us a little bit of what he can do. He just needs more time. I think La Celso, he'll be fine. Um, had a really, really nice shot, but you know, La Celso was fucking fouled and then they took the quick kick. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in, instead of letting the referee actually make a decision, who also lets this, and I'm just going to say it right now, I, I'm not here to dig out referees, fuck it, but this guy was fucking terrible. You know, we sit here and we whine and whine. People whine about the referees and they do this and they do that. And, you know, nobody's out to get us, you know. There's nobody who, they're not out to get us, at, you know, Spurs. Everybody thinks that, you know, you know, when the referee has a bad game, that they're out to get you. They're not. They're just out there making bad decisions. And this guy was fucking terrible. You know, um, I've got, I've got a little Sonny bit of got fucking thrown down on the that. ground by his face. Um, and there was nothing called. But on that, on that second goal, I, I think that Gio was fucking 139% again fouled. I think Gio was fouled. Steve, what do you think? I think, and uh, that's the game. I mean, again, I've got no evidence to support this. I don't know that it's necessarily ref bias against any one team in particular. There is no ref bias. I don't don't think there is. What I have noticed is that when clubs are put forth in the media as being um, on the receiving end of some bad calls or, you know, things have gone against them like Wolves over the last uh, couple of games. They had, what, two penalties go against them that probably shouldn't have gone. Well, their fucking uh, first game of the season against Man United. But that, but that's the thing. It came up again. And, you know, looking back on it, I have to think that there's a part of these refs in the back of their minds where they're thinking, you know, the media is scrutinizing decisions against this team. I need to be more lenient. Otherwise it looks like a conspiracy against them. I, again, I don't have any proof for that, but it it happened to wolves in this game where I think that maybe they got the benefit of too many, uh, 50, 50 decisions. It happens to Liverpool fucking all the time because all Klopp does is wide. It happens to Arteta every time. Every time they go out and they complain about refereeing decisions, the next game, the next high-profile game in particular that they play, the decisions maybe go a little bit more in their favor because people are afraid. They don't want to, to be seen as biased or, you know, pulling the strings or anything. And as a result, I feel like most of these clubs end up getting the benefit of the doubt. Now, that Steve, I'd said, be curious what the actual data says on that. I, I agree with you, but I'd be I'd be curious what the numbers look like. You know, the the bitch and wine, and then what's the what's the foul profile look like the next week? You yeah. know, somebody's you know somebody's out there doing that fucking work too. Doing I'm, that. I'm surprised so. we haven't seen it already. You know, like that, <laughs> that seems seems logical. To see that, yeah, yeah. The, the the bitching the bitching quotient. You know, the bitching so, quotient. Here, I'm, I'm I've got the two bit, thoughts, the right? bitching payoff uh, policy. You know, something like that. When it, when it comes to this game in particular, I got two thoughts. One is going to be my sort of, um, you know, hindsight being what it is. Uh, and that is, if we were, if we were going to lose that game, I would have rather lost that game with young players getting an opportunity to go in there and show 
that they've got hunger, that they've got ambition, that they've got a drive to go there, right? Easy to say when the game's over and, you know, the results are in and you can say, wow, you know what? Fucking Dyer boned us uh, in the last six minutes of the game and completely screwed us, right? Uh, I think Mike's right. He was fine for most of the game. Um, unfortunately, we kind of all know that he has those tendencies to just fuck around and find out far he's, too he's, often. He's got boner tendencies, like absolutely every time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, he's you know in in his career as a center back, he's he's had those moments like the the end of the first Conte season. He had those moments where he was like he did push forward and he was good on the ball and he was like making quick decisions. Now it's like. Be, I think because of the new system, he's like, okay, do I ha- do I do this or do I not do this? And you get caught in between a decision, and it makes and he's fucking slow, right? And when you're it, slow, you can't get caught. That it's and, that and simple. It's, and it's you, you. I I didn't know. I didn't realize how slow he was until we got you know, Mickey. We got hey Mickey, uh, and and that guy's that guy's probably w- one of the two to three fastest guys in the league. Um, and now you see how slow Dyer is. You see how slow Hoiberg is. Another guy who did not have a good game, who was, in his defense, he's not an eight, right? Um, he just he had gotten caught in some bad decision, bad decision-making. Um, Basuma was probably the worst player on the field outside of Emerson Royale, who I give a little bit of leniency too because he was you know he was playing in out of position mm-hmm. for the first time like starting and playing sar was out of position like everybody's out of position why was sar playing on the left side because we had no like for like with with madison like and, you know and I, th- I think steve's point like you we wanted to see the young players out there but like Ange so far has not shown a willingness to do that and we maybe thought that he would, but uh, you know, history showed he didn't do that at Celtic. You know, well, maybe he didn't have time to do that at Celtic, but he, he didn't do that at Celtic. He didn't do that really in Japan either uh, previously. So he, he's not going to just because we're in a spot where fans might think it's time to panic that like he's not just going to make a decision to put untested players out there he's going to put players out there who who one fit fit the body type profile that can that can survive a premier league style game or premier league game uh he's going to put guys out there who who uh have an understanding of how soccer at that level works like dyer dyer has the ability um emerson has the ability and they've shown that they do have the ability to function at a premier league level and to think at a premier league level quickly. These young kids, untested kids, like for me, I don't know. I don't know if I, if I want them out there yet, I don't want them to be, I don't want them to be thrown out there to the, and sorry about the pun to the wolves and, and be fucking broken immediately because they go out there and, and they're, not ready you know so look what happened to dane scarlet counterpoint uh he put mickey in like two weeks after signing 
uh, with no Premier League experience, no he had big he team. had big Bundesliga experience though. He had yeah, well that's a Brennan, top Brennan championship experience. Brendan Johnson slotted in pretty quickly. Brennan yeah. Brennan Johnson um, had been playing, but the, the other thing uh, true he had been Prem. Yep. When has Dyer in recent history shown that level in the Premier League? Because the last couple of seasons at Spurs, he was dog shit. Uh, he wasn't he wasn't being coached though. That's like I'm just saying he hasn't shown anything over the last few seasons to indicate that he should be performing at this level. And even though he has the experience in the Premier League, I do not believe that he has the legs, the body, the mind to stay in it for 90 plus minutes a game and I'm give not, a consistent yeah. performance. I'm not arguing that. Uh, my my argument is that Ange hasn't shown a willingness to give young guys uh, the opportunity because I don't think I don't think that he wants to break them. I don't know it, that that's it. And I, young I just... guys will they can be broken, uh, putting being put into a situation that they're not ready for. Ashley Phillips I... has the body type; he can do it. He just doesn't have the skill set. I... But it, like Alfie Dorrington is not ready. Like maybe maybe Donley is ready. Steve, you're letting Mike walk all over you, man. Get your thoughts. I disagree. Out. I I totally think that again, if you're gonna lose the game, give him the experience. Let him see what the physicality's like. Let him see what they need to work up to and achieve. Again, hindsight. We were winning right? the game though. Ange, well, that's what I'm saying. It's hindsight. Ange isn't picking his teams to give experience. He's not picking his teams to you know, maybe, oh, well, I've got some leniency here if we lose, so let's just give somebody a run out. He's truly picking those teams based on the players that he thinks is going to get us over the line to perform the best and to do the job that he needs to do. Which are, which are guys with a lot of Premier League experience. I have no doubt about that. What I disagree with is one of those guys being Eric Dyer or having a whole year in there with less creative people around him. It's just not something that has shown to work. Um, and yes, Ange is different. Yes, he brings a, a, a different set of rules, a different gravitas to him. Um, and I was willing to give some of these guys the benefit of the doubt. But again, I just, I've been bitten once too many times by people like Dyer. I just don't see him improving anytime soon and frankly if we get to december or if we get to january transfer window and we ship him out the door january 1st i don't think we're any worse for it frankly uh you know Absolutely if we not. i agree if we lose that experience I, I, yeah. yeah it sucks we don't have somebody who uh you know has had that level Actually, no it, it, it's fantastic steve it's fantastic it's fantastic here's my can I, you mind if i share my take please um First, we love Ange, and I'm going to say we. And if you guys don't agree, I'm just going to say no, me. I, I love, I love Ange. I love I what love he's too. he's bringing. I love the style of play. Um, everything has been good, and his everything honesty. he says, everything he, yeah, his honesty, his directness, his candor, like <clears throat> everything the guy says and does. You're like, man, this is the way it should be done. So let let's establish that as the baseline. We allowed ourselves to get a little bit uh, tipsy with the possibilities of what this season might be. And hey, the season may still be that, right? And I, I think freaking, I mentioned that. It's November 14th. It's November 14th. There's six months more of season 
still to be played and no season has ever been decided in the month of November to the best of my knowledge. Uh, could be wrong, but no season has ever been decided. Yeah. Quite simply put, we are in here, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, we are an incomplete team, right? Like we had the luxury of for that first stretch of a couple, two and a half months, our, our, our team of first teamers was holding up those, those players match and style. They match the body types he's looking for. They could perform the way he wanted. And all the players, not all, many of the players we saw starting this last week were the guys that he would selectively bring off the bench at the end of a game to fill a very specific role and do very specific things. And even when we look at like LaCelso, who's coming back after injury, you know, one of his challenges that I've always disliked about him is LaCelso, he's like a microwave. Like the guy's got to warm up. You know what I mean? Like he can't just get in and play. He's got to have a run of games to find his rhythm. And it's freaking annoying because right when he starts to find it, guess what happens? He comes up gimpy with some sort of injury. And then that's during international be... break. Precisely. So like <laughs> we just, what, what I, the reason I feel good about the future is I feel like the last couple of weeks um, just affirmed what we all instinctively knew revealed where the real deficiencies are revealed that we've got a depth issue that we knew was there, but we allowed ourselves to think, well, maybe we could sneak through and we've got windows coming up in January and, and the summer to continue to, to, to work on that. And despite it being a stinker of a game over the weekend and despite it feeling crappy, um, I feel pretty good. I feel optimistic. I feel positive that there is a future, even though there might be some bumps ahead in the near term, let's get to January 1st and let's get some, let's get Madison back. Let's get Vandevang back. Let's, let's get key guys back. Let's let Benton Kerr get more in his rhythm. Let's, let's get more players in with the transfer window. There's, there's more good around the corner and all is not lost. That's my take. Absolutely. I think I, I, I mean, I totally agree with that. And like I said, you know, Ange isn't picking these teams with the intention of, of losing or playing <clears throat> in a different style. He, you know, Mike's spot on, he's got a specific way he wants to play and come hell or high water, he's playing that specific way. Uh, we just don't have some of the players that necessarily provide the support that is needed. And there's just one one play in particular that did not a goal scoring play uh, or a goal conceding play, uh, but it was one play that really stuck with me. It was when uh, Dyer was making a run through the center. He was just coming up on the halfway line when he lost the ball, right? And in the time it took for him to turn, the guy was already like two or three paces ahead of him. Oh, that was uh, that was Cunha, right? Yeah, Davies that had to come dude over and everywhere. Yeah, Davies had to come over and cover for him, but that I think is what is indicative of what why Eric Dyer just doesn't work in Ange's system. Mm -hmm. When he tries to do what Ange wants him to be doing, if it doesn't work, he's fucked. You know, Romero, he can turn quickly, he can get back <clears> on it, he can make a play. When Mickey's on the field, that dude might as well be riding a fucking motorcycle out there. Yeah, he's that cover fast, ground. right? Yep. Um, but somebody like Dyer, he's got fucking cement in his shoes. Like you said, he just he can't turn quickly enough. He can't accelerate fast enough. He's not getting back to cover up his own mistake. That's no. not something he can do. Um, and it's it's I think that that's part of why he fell apart towards the end as well. 
Um, because I think Mike's spot on. Some of these guys, you know, they got a little bit comfortable. They maybe worried a bit and they started to fall into bad tendencies. They started to do things in a negative anti-Ange way and it bit us in the ass. It happens to me every year when I play golf. <laughs> you I fall, fall into old habits. Those old, those old habits. Those old Somebody tendencies. comes and bites you in the ass. Yeah. Oh, I don't know where funny. you're playing golf, but man, it doesn't sound terrible. Good. I'm fucking terrible. But Dave, I think you're right too, right? Like the future is bright under Ange. Um, you know, the way that he's setting up to play, the way that he's encouraging, encouraging the team to go, you know, yeah, we're going to have some tough games. We're going to have some shitty losses like we had against Wolves. Um, I don't think it's the end of the world. And frankly, if you look at Wolves' record this season against some of the other big clubs in the league, it shouldn't really feel that bad. City lost to Wolves 2-1. to one. You know, they drew with Villa. They drew with Newcastle. This is a team that is capable of getting results against bigger clubs. It's nothing to be embarrassed about, in my opinion. Um, and it shows that even with some, frankly, uh, expired premier league talent and you're still capable of just about getting over the line right so mm. I, I i totally agree if we can get a couple more windows get some players in build in that depth uh and you know what maybe that leads to some younger guys getting a run out down the line maybe that leads to chances for people who uh you know might not have otherwise got them under contes or Mourinho's or whoever we just got to get there. We got to give them time. We got to be patient. And for the love of God, for all of you out there, stop having these stupid ass knee jerk reactions to losses. Yeah, it's not on Ange. It's on the players. The players probably know that, and they probably feel like shit about it. You know just what's going to happen? Like, if we hit a, if we hit that rut, right? We got seven games in December. We we're have... going to hit that right. I guarantee we're, we're guaranteed. We, yeah, no question. You know what happens? That you know what starts to happen once you hit like three, four games on the bounce, like losing matches. Uh, you start to hear that talk, and you start to hear people. You know, we're all on the happy train uh, for for ten games, right? And then fucking Chelsea comes along and fucks everything up for you. Um. And now we're two games lost in a row. Um, and you coming up against a Villa team who's got a lot of lot of steam. They got they got a hot, hot, hot hand in Ollie Watkins, you know. They got a great keeper. They have a good fun manager who's fun now. He was a piece of shit when he was with that <laughs> fucking other red team um with the <laughs> stupid white sleeves. But um Wrexham? Wrexham. They don't have right sleeves. They don't have white sleeves. Yeah, they do. Um, no, they do not. What are you talking about? I swear they do. What you talking about, Willis? What you talking um, about? This is the Mandela effect. Now action. you're going to make me Google it. It is the Mandela effect. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But look, frankly, I mean, you're right. We got Villa coming up. We got City coming up. West right. Ham, Newcastle. Like... West Ham's going to be really fucking tough. They're going to they're gonna sit back. They're going to let you come at them. Uh, all of these games are going to be tough, frankly. I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna, then we're gonna get into January. We're gonna lose, we're gonna lose Basuma. We're gonna lose Sar. We're gonna lose Son. Like, we got some shit to deal with here. Um, what we need to really, really do is put things into perspective. And like Dave said, like, it's gonna be fine. It's just maybe it's not this year. It was fun to talk about for a while, 
And and what did I say early on? Right? I, I did say early on. I think I talked about it. Like, are we celebrating this too early? Absolutely. Maybe. Yeah, we did celebrate it too early. And when we come crashing down to earth, people are going to start blaming Daniel Levy first. They're going to start blaming Ange, Ange Postacoglu. They're going to start blaming the players on the field. Um, yeah, Basuma don't, didn't have Don't blame Joe game. Lewis. No, no, we won't blame Joe. Hey, hey Mike, just, just want to, I, I checked with the research department. I just want to point out um, 0910 and 2122 white sleeves. Just, just wanted to let you know that. Wrexham? Yup. Yeah, but not now. Not last well, you, year. You didn't say they've never had white sleeves. <laughs> oh god oh, now we're getting fuck. into semantics look let, let's right. do that right let the, keep it in perspective did anybody think we were going to win the league going into the season before yes. a single game is played oh, oh before a single game no 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 absolutely no. not would you have been happy with top six i think we said at that. the I start think of the going season. into the season going no into question. the season no i think question. we i think i think we said six to eight right please Somewhere please now. with top six thrilled with champions league placement that would be yeah, my take so, going in. Look, we're we're Top in a five good position. Like, like you said, there's six months left of the season. We got plenty of games to play. We're gonna have people coming back from injuries. We're gonna have people coming back from suspensions. There's plenty to play for yet. Ange is gonna work some magic. We got another transfer window in there. It is far too early to be, you know, getting all pissy and upset because I do believe the the loss against Wolves isn't the last time we're going to lose in the next month and a half, two months. Yeah. And you know what just happened? How dare like, you, Steve? How what dare happened you is that? The, what happened is the shit that we talked about happening. Like we just, it, we just didn't think it was going to happen this quickly. Right. We knew at some point we we're going to lose Romero. The guy gets fucking kicked out like once every fucking 20 games. Uh, you know, we knew that we were going to lose uh, players to yellow card accumulation. It happens. Mm-hmm. Basuma, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew that injuries were going to happen. We just didn't know that like huge, big injury. And they've just f- said that they just found out that Madison's injury is worse than they thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, it, that's looking like three months. Um, that's like that's like the Harry. Wait, hold King. on a second. Are you saying worse than they originally thought when they realized it was worse than they originally thought? Like, is this yes. a, a new layer? Oh, that's yeah, wonderful. like a, a new layer. So there's. Damn. What yeah. what is the injury? I it mean, was I originally it was originally it was like originally like what eight to ten weeks, and then they just blew it up to one to three months, ah, gotcha. um, and now it's like definitely three months. Well, the good news is he'll be fresh for the end of the season. Yeah, I mean he'll probably have a nice haircut. He'd be looking looking he's, tight. He's fucking handsome. I love him. <laughs> he's um, a little little fellow though, man. Yeah, I of could you imagine, Mike? Could you imagine you or I standing next to James Madison? Like he'd look like a little child next to us. I really think so. Yeah, you know what? Funny cock talks about how big Big John Bass is. Do they know what we look like? He's not an American, dude. You know what I mean? Like there's just something, oh, yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah. different in the in the. I don't yeah. know the food. He wears an English two X, doesn't he? Which is like an American large. Large, yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, I was I was on the Spurs site today. They had like a sale on their retro range, and I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not buying that two X. It's a, it's a gamble that I'm not, I'm not taking because I lose that gamble. It's like yeah, it's like gambling on a fart, isn't it? <laughs> you might end up with shit. Hey, you know what else would be a fun little gamble right about now? What's that? 
I think it'd be fun if we asked a special question. Steve, oh, okay. what do you, what no, do you no, say? No, 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 not, not Steve. Not Steve. I don't think. Is, is it me? Do, do yeah, I get to go? me. I've done it twice uh, by myself. Yeah, fuck that. I have. Asshole. I apologize. Steve, I've, I've, I put that burden you, on you. It's all you, Dave. It is all you. Let so the Michael, listeners it, know it, what we want to know. It, it's been a bit. And, uh, you know, just just for our, our listeners bit, that aren't yeah. watching on, on YouTube, you know, I want to I want to set the stage like. Tonight, we've got a special version of Mike. We have what I like to call longshoreman Mike. Um, he is just wintry, New Englandy, bearded, skull cappy. Like, he, you he's, he's your guy. Yeah, <laughs> pre- precisely. Um, if, if, if Mike was eating chowder right now, you'd, you'd understand why. Fucking if he was chowder. saying other things, you'd understand Fucking why. Chowder. It's the so, white. It's the white, by the way. They were wrong in Ace Ventura. <laughs> This so, is a uh, wicked pisser. The the question I have is is <laughs> hey Mike, what's you drinking? <laughs> well, Dave, uh, today I got some fucking really good fucking beer. Um, from so, Dunkin' Donuts, uh, <laughs> straight out of fucking Dunkin'. Um, the new Dunkin' Donuts beer. Actually, actually, so I saw this and uh, I was like, you know what? We almost never do on Hey Mike a stout. You like know, a good style, especially this time of year. This time of year, right? So, oh, yeah. um, I was, I was at the fucking packy, um, <laughs> the bevy, the fucking package store, um, <laughs> the package store. <laughs> um, so <laughs> that's some New England jokes for uh, anybody who doesn't understand that shit. Um, Ooh, Nitro Lawson's. Stout Ooh, I by like Lawson's. that. Nitro Stout. Is that a is that like a charcoal gray kind of color can? I can't. It, it is. It's like it's like the it's like the third kit, right? You're not sure if it's gray, <laughs> yeah, or, pink or yeah. No, this is gray. This is gray. Uh, Nitro Stout. It's got like a cool little night night scene in the. It's a nice look. You, you give me a good review tonight. I'm going to get that tomorrow. So uh, this is on you, Mike. Well, I'm hoping the what's a good is... review, all right? Like, is it going to be like above a three? Is that to be above three five? That's a good question, Steve. I I think I think um, for me, a beer I'd go look for off of Mike's review is three eight or above. I think is probably what I'm yeah. But I'm thinking like that that, that tells sense. me yeah, go find it. That, that's worth the effort. That makes blow that. Yeah, I think you're in you're in average territory. I want to I want to hear what this sounds like with, with the nitro because it's. I'm assuming it's got like one of those cracker things, like a, the Guinness little, has, like a Guinness has, yeah, like a saltine. And I'm, and I'm gonna put it in my Guinness glass. <laughs> if you guys haven't, uh, if you guys, by the way, I'm just gonna plug another Instagram, but if you ha- or a TikTok, if you haven't seen this guy, the creamy fucking pints guy is. I don't know that I want to Google that. Yeah, it sounds Say- a little. No, a dude, filthy, uh, Mike. And uh, uh, it's. I think he's as at, a 49 year old man. Left. I don't. I don't look creamy pints guys up on the tiki talk um you don't do that on you don't have tiktok anyway how do you know because he's not a chinese shell you don't even have fucking instagram so then why are you telling me about this you gotta look him up you can look him up on check it out in the paper three bucks left right (laughs) gotta go on the the sunday times i'm not reading it (laughs) oh it didn't really do it i heard a little yeah it's a little oh wow so it's an, it's an Irish style stout. It's going to be a little bit drier, a little bit uh, drunker, darker, malty. <laughs> it's going to be creamy, creamy fucking pints. Um, not much of a head on that bad boy. No, and that was a pretty fast pour for uh, 
that limited head. I like the color, kind of a nice caramely sort of head to it, right? Yeah, no, it's got a it's got a very Guinness look. It smells very, very much like coffee. Um, I told you, you got it dunks. Fucking dunks. Um, fucking dunks. It says a, it's a tap room favorite. I've never had it. They, I didn't know they had a tap room. Oh, you have to shake it gently. I fucked it up. It wanted you to shake it. Yeah, like, and it's like, and it's supposed to be enjoying an imperial <laughs> pint, like a Polaroid <laughs> picture. Oh, what, what's it asking for? Like this, yeah, just like that. Very just gently, yeah. slowly. You guys slowly remember when our, when our YouTube our live stream got canceled? Yep, I remember that too. I was there. I was. So there. this is uh, it, it, it's it smells. It's gonna be dry. It's probably gonna be dry. Irish stats are dry. Uh, this is gonna be creamy because it's a uh, nitro. It's probably it's probably made with nitro and poured. Uh, into the can and nitro i'm assuming that's what happened i thought there was going to be like a little cracker thing in there that releases the the nitrogen or the co2 or whatever the fuck um on, it's got a, it's got a decent head on saltines. go get one of those crumble it in steve with two saltine references i like that Dude, i used to I, eat like sleeves of oh, sleeves yeah. of saltines when i was you know a younger fella i don't know about you i fucking love saltines there's some fucking lacing right there david that is good lacing very sexy very sexy. She's got good legs. She's got legs. Um, can't use that song. Spanish ladies. <laughs> anyway, Steve's trying, to, Steve's trying to throw us right off the rails, isn't he? <laughs> Absolutely. When Steve um, starts singing, you know it's uh yeah, this beer's great, dude. It. This beer's great. Um, it's great. Another yeah, it's another great. success. <laughs> Another success from Lawson's. Um, I haven't seen Tony the Tiger in a while. You're going to let me do this? <laughs> Another success. I'm just saying, what was the last time you saw Tony the Tiger say, it's great? I'm just curious, Saturday Mike. Saturday morning. This is this is great, <laughs> and you didn't even shake it. How how good would it be had you actually read the instructions on your beer? Little I didn't did know, know I had to read instructions. instructions. I thought it was a beer yeah. is a beer. Um, beer is a beer is a beer. This this is fucking great. It it's got like the chocolate. It's got coffee. Um, it's got the creaminess of uh of an Irish style stout, and it and it does have that dryness to it, um, that dry mouthfeel. Um, you this is a look. I mean, look what I've done. It's you can pound that beer nice. pretty easily. It's at five point four percent, which I think is really more than more than Guinness. Um, a little heavier than Guinness. But this beer has a little bit of fizz to it, which mm. I like. You know, Guinness tends to be like it's almost too creamy, right? And too yeah, unless you unless you get the Guinness in the bottle, yeah, like the real drought Guinness. You know, drought, drought, yeah, draft. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but this beer, this beer is fantastic. I really like it. It's like drink. It's like drinking a a a chocolate and like a dark chocolate coffee. It's fucking good. Mike, what was the name? Speaking was it just of. just Nitro Stout? Is that all mm. it was, or did it have another part of the name? Nitro Stout. Wow, this is good. You ever see that episode of The Simpsons where they go and they find out the secret recipe for Guinness? No. It's uh, they've got a tank of Guinness and it's hooked up uh, to two vats, and on one of the vats it says chocolate syrup, and the other vat says bog water. That's all it is. There you um, go, Michael. I know what I'm getting Steve for Christmas. Anyway, 
Um, a punch this beer. <laughs> I'll punch a size of your face for free. Give me a rating, Mikey. <laughs> Give me a rating. Uh, do you remember when we were gonna we were talking about making this uh, segment shorter? Yep, we failed Steve. miserably. Steve, dude, um, we're we're actually like coming up on like recording time. Believe it or not, like it's three point nine. Split the difference. Steve is a three eight. I was a four zero. Mike, you you pretty much uh, nailed it dead center. I guess we're all we're all pretty aligned. That's pretty mm-hmm. damn good. All right, good, Mike. How about a song? Give me a uh, song. Santana, Black Magic Woman. Mm, I like it. Because it's a dark beer, really. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Racist. <laughs> Just cancel him now. Nice knowing you, Mike. Steve's drunk. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Steve, what is it you're drinking again? What what Sam do you have there? I oh, have uh, Steve, what, Steve, what white. you drinking? <laughs> Let's just Sam Adams holiday white. Make this a two holiday white. Is this your first or second or third or fourth? What what are you on here? It is my first. Uh, first. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's that one's that one's grabbing you by the boo boo or or something. You got to understand. Boo boo. Yeah. (laughs) I have listened. I have listened to Down by the Bay. I shit you not, thirty thousand times today. At dinner time, my kid was screaming it in my ear while he was neglecting to eat the delicious food that i prepared my mind was broken far before we even we had sloppy joes oh, i hate sloppy joes i hate you too messy i hate sloppy. like that was the one lunch at school big, big fan of school lunch love school lunch sloppy joes was the one where it's like oh, i wish i would have brought lunch from home today that was the only one i don't know See? what it is I made uh, for the family a figgy balsamic chicken with goat cheese and a, f- a carrot wow. potato hash. That's weird. It was delicious. That's a Sunday meal. Dude, when I was, a, how old is Isaac? Is he two or three? three. When I was three, three, I didn't even know what any of those words meant that you just Dude, said. I just gave him chicken, carrots, and potatoes and a <laughs> stick of fucking Monterey Jack cheese. A stick like, of Monterey Jack. Bring us some briggy pudding. <laughs> And I told him over and over again, so, how do looking you have forward. any pudding if you won't eat your meat? No, here's the good news. There's nothing to look forward to. We're on international break. So who gives who gives a crap? There are some get... things to look forward to, Dave. Ooh. Well, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving next week. Yeah. My my sons are coming home. Excited about that. Hey, Mike. Um, what you cooking? Mike, what are you looking forward to? Let's talk about your Thanksgiving meal because there's no football next week. Let's just let's have Giants are going to get blown out. Festive. I'm sure. Yeah, the Giants are worse than the Bears. This is fun. the The Commanders, you never know what's going to happen with those guys. Well, we, got Dallas, we, we got we got Dallas on Thanksgiving, but we have a uh, we have the lowly New York Giants uh, coming Boy. coming up on Sunday. Dallas put out a beatdown this past weekend, didn't they? On uh, the lowly New York Giants. Yes, they did. Steve, I so, apologize. Your team might get the. They might get the one pick, man. <laughs> We're this close. Yeah, they're trying. Yeah, the Patriots are going to beat you there. Patriots are also trying. <laughs> you know what's funny? You know what's funny? The Giants might actually beat the Patriots again. <laughs> I'd be I'd be good with that. Um. So uh, for dinner, we we uh, my parents decided that they didn't want to cook this year. Is that good or bad? Well, uh, so I said, why don't you come up here? I'll cook for you, or will come down there it's you know we do we alternate answer the question mike you're being diplomatic is that good or bad uh it's bad because 
Interesting. Because I offered that for them to come up here and I would cook. Um, I offered to go down to their house and cook. Um, they wanted us to come down and then go to a restaurant. Ooh. What the fuck? Ooh. You know, they're, they're getting old, you know. Um, it's you it's drive another hour. Drive another hour and come down to my place instead of going and to I a said, restaurant. And I man. said that's that's not happening. I said I I can't I can't I cannot do that. Yeah, this is like a Christmas. A Christmas. They decided story instead to, to go to, to go up to my aunt's house, uh, where we would traditionally have our Thanksgivings, and uh, we did not get invited up there. <laughs> and, so wait, and so wait a minute. So, you, so I, my, you my basically was, got out of my the mom was like, well, she's she's eighty. She can't cook for twelve people anymore. So we're not doing that. It's just going to be the four of us for Thanksgiving. I was like, okay, fine. So we're going to the in-laws. Um, and uh, Debbie, Debbie makes, uh, does a wonderful, does a wonderful turkey. Um, I thought you were going to say Dallas for a minute there. And, and all the, and all the fixings and all the fixings. Um, <laughs> I, I do my, uh, my, my corn, my corn casserole. Uh, corn casserole. Good. What about your disgusting, cranberry whatever oh, out of the jar that's why you asked this question no that's not why i asked but it just no 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 so mind. like the cranberries the cranberries the cranberries always happen but you i i have to have the jellied cranberry sauce um it canberry canberry if you will you, i have to have it it's just a staple i have to have brown bread um you said brown bread like, like, are you talking like cheap wheat bread, basically, like the brown version of white bread? See, this is this is. Or are you Steve, talking about toast? Steve, uh, Steve, we'll and Dave don't toast. know what this is. So, this is this is where we separate ourselves. In, uh, you guys in uh, in wicked Spursy land don't know that these two are not New Englanders, and and we're proud of it. We're we're imports. Brown flatland. Brown bread. We brown bread food. as this. Is as New England as Heinz beans are to, uh, to England. Uh, brown bread is molasses bread in a can. What the fuck is molasses bread? Yeah, what, what are you talking about? I'm not kidding you. Please. Well, then I'm glad I'm not from New England. If if that's what it comes down to, and bread, <laughs> and bread. You gotta have brown bread, and you gotta have the 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 canberry sauce. Yeah, and this is where theoretically, allegedly, Thanksgiving was created, and and, and you're claiming that this this crap is like the real deal. No, it's just it's just comfort. It's comfort stuff for me. Comfort. I'm a, I'm uncomfortable talking about that. To be honest with you. <laughs> I'm just picturing the bread oh, coming fuck. out of a can, and it's just like not anything. all the Thanksgiving food comes out of a can, is what I'm hearing, Steve. Right? Canned turkey, canned corn, canned cranberry. <laughs> you remember in Dave loves school lunch. Remember the turkey loaf? Yes, oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yuppers. Next, you're gonna tell me you fucking get canned gravy? No, 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 no. You don't you do canned gravy? You don't use Gravy Master like. Make your fucking gravy like a human being, like a real person. I don't but, care. But you eat your cranberries out of a can, and and so and we have real cranberries. Eat your your beef a, loaf or whatever that was. The that comfort you're, you're talking it's a about brown bread. It's oh, bread. <laughs> it's a, it's a comfort thing. So you know, my in laws don't. Spencer's like gonna gravy. Spencer's gonna know what brown bread is when he hears can, this. Can you believe that? Your in laws don't do what? 
They don't like gravy. Well, more I for just you. Don't get it. I don't get it. Steve, what's your what's your Thanksgiving? At risk of being like. canceled, are they Nazis? <laughs> my Thanksgiving uh, is perfect. So my uh, in laws they come over for a Thanksgiving lunch, uh-huh. um, and then they leave That's to go to Thanksgiving to dinner at uh, my brother in law's family's. So nice, we nice. just have a, a nice big lunch. Uh, my uh, my wife's twin brother hangs out with us for the rest of the night. We just chill. It's super. Uh, I met him. He's a, he's a lovely. He's a lovely human. Yeah, Wayne's great, good dude. Um, yeah. So we just do you know turkey. I'll do stuffing, uh, potatoes, carrots, broccoli, or green beans, or some kind of green vegetable. We'll. Uh, you gotta have the stuffing. Gotta have the gravy. No, I you... insist. If if everything isn't smothered in gravy, what's the point? So Dave, Dave, I'm getting is a uh, is an. This is this is the vibe I'm getting out of Dave. He's an in the bird stuffing guy. No, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. No, out of the bird stuffing. Keep in mind, I'm a Midwestern kid, right? So like, you know, I, I you're maybe... fucking weird. Yeah, we get it. So yeah, uh, I'm smoking a couple ten pound turkeys, so twenty pounds total smoked. Um, so that's that's dope. Uh, green bean casserole. Love corn, the green bean casserole. Corn pudding uh, casserole yeah. type of deal. A uh, couple different types of stuffing, right? You can get the the traditional stovetop dry stuff, and you get some some more homemade. You know, a little bit more moist stuff is always always tasty um never the canned cranberry that's just that that's just blasphemy i think uh in in a can but that's just my opinion okay. Okay. um nice little secret sauce is the uh the hawaiian rolls on on the mm. side you know just just it's not thanksgiving but it throws a nice little sweet twist into things mashed potatoes some gravy got to be real mashed potatoes i, I'm I like the plain to old instant boring brown and surf rolls i don't know how it works but Instant mashed potatoes don't make sense to me. Mashed potatoes take like fucking 20 minutes to make. I mean, how fucking lazy are you? Yeah, instant take like three. So, you know, that, that, that's how I'm lazy. just saying. Seven potatoes. times lazier, pretty Again, much. But instant, never for instant Thanksgiving, mashed potatoes. Though. Like Instant mashed potatoes are what would have happened had the Nazis won the war. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they happened anyway, and the Nazis lost. So, hey, uh, you'll be proud well, of me. The 50s. That's two Nazis references from Mike. You're you're being weird tonight, man. I don't know what, what's going on here. But I called it a long straw, man. I called a coworker a colonizer today, a filthy colonizer. Nice, nice. But uh, you know, you know, what's funny for me though. After all that tasty food, then you get to the the dessert stuff. People get all like worked up about the pumpkin pie, the the pecan pie, and whatnot. And at that point, I'm like, pecan. I'm like, I'm good. I, I I don't have any room for anything else, even though it looks delicious. But uh, that's how it rolls. You see, that's why Thanksgiving lunch is so good. You just yeah, have like, leftovers like for dinner. Yeah, I like just enough so that you have your nice fresh dessert ready to go. I like I like Thanksgiving around one to two p.m. I agree because too late in the day and you're you're toast, right? You're you're done. Yeah. I mean, done. you know what they say, Mike? Brown bread Plus. after three? Not for me. <laughs> Look, if you're going to have brown bread, just crack open a beer. It's the same fucking thing. That's true. Crack open a nitro stout. You'll be good to go. I got a heady topper right now, so. Well, this got away from us, didn't it, huh? This has been No, good. it this didn't. Is, uh, it, this, this is, is Wicked Spursy Holiday Edition, man. This has actually been fantastic. I'm, it's, I'm it's, really... Uh, we're we're going to call it the... No, we're not calling it the Family Edition. Uh, <laughs> the Family Edition. 
the things festive got, edition. Things got away from us. We, this we, is the we, festive edition. That's what we, we'll we go with. We slow shook a can. We talked about having to have Nord be VPN. Uh, Steve's a Nazi. Dave's a Nazi. Uh, I'm a longshoreman. You know, as a guy with German heritage, I'm I'm taking a bit of offense at your uh, your your slander, but uh, I'll let you slide. Mike, you're you're mistaken. They fled to Argentina, not Brazil. So I'm in the clear. I'll I'll give you that. The Italians <laughs> did too. Those fucking filthy, filthy Italians. <laughs> Mike can only say that because he's part Italian. I just want to be clear not, for I'm our, for our listeners. Italian for like fucking forty years. You better check yourself. Then Mike, you can't call Italians filthy if you're not Italian. You can't do that. No, no, no. You can. Yeah, just want to be clear to our Americans. listeners. We're filthy this, Americans. This was Wicked's Brizzy Mike saying these things. Steve and I um, support <laughs> all filthy, people from all we're places. We're filthy Americans. I mean, I, maybe we should do this on 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 the holiday, on the Thursday holiday. Do do what? Record? Yeah. On Thanksgiving? Oh my God, that would be that would be a disaster. That would be an absolute oh, absolutely. disaster. No, especially no, sure. especially since my commanders are playing the the, the hated Dallas Cowboys on that day. Yeah, that'd be a, a terrible call, Mike. Hey, uh, we, we've we've gone way overboard. How about some really quick closing thoughts, gents, as we as we wrap things up? Steve, what do you got? Uh, I'm just gonna take a page out of um, you know something I saw somewhere. I don't know if maybe it's got any kind of pop culture reference or literary significance, but I'm going to just simply put this quote out there: "Don't panic." That's it. That's it. Totally original. Definitely didn't steal it from anybody. Don't panic. I like it. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so, and that's why it's a totally original thought. And, Brief, uh, abrupt, direct. Yeah. Abrupt. Getting the job done. Mike, top yeah, that. Uh, abrupt top makes that. it sound bad. Mike, uh, to, uh, top that. Are we in yeah. crisis mode or beast mode? What do we need? Uh, what do we need right now? Marshawn Lynch has been doing some really good interviews lately. Um, <laughs> since you talk about Beast Mode, like he some, really has. Some he was on Smartless. I saw him on a couple commercials. He's been doing some good social media. Yeah. yeah from a guy who used to get fined regularly for not being able to do goddamn yeah. press conferences, he does a lot of fucking Did, shit did you see the one where he was talking to the astronauts on the uh, space station? <laughs> and he was like all excited because he was talking to people on the moon. Like he didn't even know they weren't on the moon, but you know, didn't didn't matter because it was Marshawn Lynch. Right, exactly. Like when he went back to the Applebee's, he used to visit when he was in college. Yeah. That, um, so are we in crisis mode? Nah. Ah, Is it mode. time for beast mode? Fucking right. Um, we need some. We need someone who to step up and to uh, to give us a little bit of that Romero energy, not necessarily to uh, foul guys into oblivion and get red cards um, for no reason. Uh, I, I partially blame him for the situation we're in. Um, That's fair. But but we do need to go into beast mode. We need to turn uh, uh, the the players that are there to do the job need to turn it on right now, and they need to accept the the um, accept the job that they've been given, and to go all out. And and that's what kind of what beast mode means. Uh, go all out to the point where you can't be stopped. And I think that Spurs um, are capable of that. We de- we're definitely going to continue to see those those players that we thought should be out. But in the end, what we need right now 
is to go out there and and not give in and not give up. And that's what Beast Mode is all about. Never um, give up. Can, Never continue surrender. to move. Continue to push forward. And uh, so we're not in crisis mode. We are in beast mode. And uh, beast mode is what's going to get us through this tough period where um, our four best players um, got taken out. And uh, we might get one back in a couple weeks. Uh, who knows? But you know, for the time being, right now we need to go into beast mode. We need to turn shit on, and we need to make it through this this tough period. And I think that come January, we're gonna be in a spot where we're like in shooting distance within shooting distance of Champions League, and we're gonna be fresh uh, with the guys coming off of injury. It's gonna look fucking great. It's gonna look great. There's not anything to worry about. Um, we're going to have a loss here and there. Shit happens. I like it. It's good Chill out, everyone. <laughs> Chill out. Chill out, everyone. Not as abrupt and direct as Steve's, but uh, still <laughs> still good. Here's uh, my closing thought is this. We've talked about this before. <clears throat> Sport, athletics, competition is supposed to be about fun. So if you find yourself in a scenario where navigating the the roller coaster of emotions that go with a team where everybody says, could we? And then a week later, everybody says, we suck, we're screwed. Um, if you can't handle that, you, you might want to get a different pastime. You might, you might want to find a different way to, to spend your time. As for me, I think as for you guys, um, these are the, these are the twists and turns that following an athletic <clears throat> team take. And um, if you can't appreciate and enjoy this for what it is, and you can't try to see the narrative and see the development and see what's in play, I, this is really a, maybe a more delicate way to, to touch on Mike's beast mode comment, right? Like it's not a crisis. This is just what it is. And uh, I, for one, am, am pleased with where we are compared to where we, where we were last season. And I, I'm excited to see what lies ahead. And uh, for that, I'm proud to be a Tottenham Hotspur supporter. How you boys like that? Pretty good. Fantastic. It's good to have you back, Dave. Oh, it's good to be back. Hey, I'm glad the strike's over. You know, like this was tough. It was tough on all of us. Uh, the we content creators really, really struggled through this, but, but now we can bring fresh content to the masses. And I'm excited about that. Hey, Steve, if we were leaving right now, what would you say to our friends? Boys, 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 boys. And don't be an asshole. Thank you. And Michael, how about you? Well, here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. Um, the world is crazy out there, guys. Yes, it is. I just want so, everybody to look around, observe the world around you, be aware of things, and be safe. And and what else? You know what? Tottenham Hotspur action. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm.